Welcome to Ghostwatch 2017. My name is Corander Dickinson, and I have a podcast called Ghostwatch 2016, which is about Common Rider Ghost, and I watch it with my friends Kate and Heather. Or I did. It's over now. <laughs> Joining me now are Adam Wasserman. Hello. And Alexi Peppers. Hi. Here to join me on this post-mortem of Ghostwatch 2016. Here we have episode 23. Oh, I Three, didn't the name. Two. What's the name? It's Jacket Attack. It's Jacket Attack. Okay. okay. <laughs> Three, two, one. Episode, episode 23. 23. Jacket, Jacket Attack. Beautiful. I'll hit the button so you guys don't complain at me. Go get your drinks if you need to. <laughs> came with a drink. Special effects spreading across half a century. Magic ghost shirt, pokeballs, and fanny pack. And despite never leaving, Coriander is back. The bestest post that watched Common Rider Ghost has more to say with this replay. Join Adam and Alexi in this meta fun, rehashing the show that still isn't done. Enjoy the unseen with Ghostwatch 2017. Hey, shout out to Jerry for making the song because I got to meet him this week. Sweet. Which is yeah. that's weird now because I actually recognize his voice singing. This yes. Song. It's, like, it's weird, isn't it? This is strange. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't strange before. Not yeah, at all. That I just asked your friend to make me a song. It was also very strange to do the introduction of like, hey, we've never met, but you did sing a song about me. So <laughs> want to meet up. But he was very nice uh, to hang out with. He was glad to hear that we use the song. And I got to personally apologize to him for the fact that Adam and I usually talk over his theme song to have our secret Godzilla podcast. <gasps> oh, no. And he forgave us. So it's. Oh, okay. hey, that's 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 the same as enabling us. Yeah. And it was him who introduced me to the group of people that was the majority of my impromptu Pacific Rim GDC meetup. So, uh, yeah, thanks, Jerry, if you're listening, which I don't think you are. No, it's not. <laughs> it's the principle of the thing. We can just talk about him and whatnot, though. Like, oh, man, Jerry's so nice. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Did you, did you get to see the, the Alt Control GDC award that he made? Uh, no, I, didn't get to, I, I saw the pictures of it, but I didn't see it in person. Nah. Uh, I was invited to the Alt Control GDC party, which I don't know if it would have been there, but that was the same night as the Pacific Rim Escape Room. And I know where my loyalties lie, and they're with Pacific Rim. Hmm. To no one's surprise. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a it's a foreign city. Maybe get out of your shell a bit. Try new things, new experiences. What if well, there was a Pacific Rim escape room and an Onari escape room at the same time? <laughs> you have to escape Onari. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's just going to follow you around <laughs> making wisecracking jokes, but he's going to be in disguise so you won't be able to tell it's him. Oh, <laughs> I'll have a hat on and some glasses. <laughs> hmm. So the uh, description of episode 23 is uh, several bodies hit the floor. Pretty boy experiences the inconvenience of eating and the icons have a meeting. So okay. I remember I remember the icons talking to each other in the basement. Yes. And I remember pretty boy eating several things throughout the, the duration of the show. And bodies. 
I'm assuming a lot of people fell over. More so than even usual, that description is basically just the high notes of this whole episode. <laughs> I, I did try to do that with, with all of these descriptions. Uh-huh. It's just this one had the, the particularly good moments. And most of the other stuff was kind of, you know, less good. Just There's a lot of talk of whining. Yeah, which I, I will say, though, I'll get it out, that I did feel bad for Taco in that as a TV viewer, it was annoying that he was whining and that it was this kind of like temporary setback that obviously had to be dealt with. But I was thinking it's like he has 65 days left now. It, like he's been at this for more than a year. Uh, or no. Has it been it was it was 90 90 days, days the first time? This yeah. has been three like months. Four months. Like, <laughs> God. Okay. I had it my feels thing like wrong. more than a year. It feels like a year. But it's just, he, he's had a long time and gone through a lot of shit. Like, his life's been pretty shitty and confusing for a long time. And he is only an 18-year-old boy. So I was like, you know, <laughs> it's it's understandable that at some point you'd have to have a little bit of a, a freak out about it, a breaking point. But usually that happens before you die. <laughs> <laughs> usually you get that out of the way early. when you die, you don't turn into a ghost. Or do give you some perspective? Oh, I I do think I need to see if I can figure out how to drop a picture into the chat for us. Oh no! So you can I, at the very least email it if the chat doesn't work. Let's see if this works. Ah. Slightly afraid. Ah. We've never had. No, it doesn't work. All right, no. I'll I'll quickly email it. But basically, just like okay, the business cards. You remember the business cards? Yes. Yeah. Did do you did you notice the little chibi version of Onari and the Shrine Boys that's on the other side of it? Because it's only on the screen for like a second, no. but I screenshotted it because okay. it's so cute. You may I'm be interested to know that those uh, the, those business cards were giveaways for the uh, for the movie that was about to come out. Oh, so those that's do so exist cool. in real life. Oh, I want one. <laughs> Dang. You can talk about other other things while I send this this other things. There. Okay, so back to Suicide Squad. Oh, oh god, god. No. it's just really bad. Like it's very boring. Okay, I've sent and it. none of the things the characters do make sense. We don't have to talk about Suicide Squad. I did my job. Oh, thank goodness. But man, they. Oh, I want one. I didn't know that they also physically <laughs> existed. Pretty much everything you see in the show can be acquired. Yeah. Including Onari? (laughs) 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 He probably has a real name and maybe a wife and kids. Yeah, no, that would just get weird. (laughs) You and his wife and kids. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I could see how that would get weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cute. Aw. Isn't it? Um, so other than that, speaking of cute moments, as is mentioned in the highlight, and I was glad that everyone in Ghostwatch 2016 was as happy about this as I am, but Spectre, or Makoto, feeds Elaine, well not literally, but brings him a sandwich and like a juice box. <laughs> and then Elaine is just like sitting on the ground against a pillar, starting up sullen, and then like just kind of sipping his juice box. And man, love it. And later, he gets to actually eat takoyaki. 
Mm. And that's all he will eat for the rest of the show. Yay! Mm-hmm. And he's so... except, except when his takoyaki gets stolen. Oh. <gasps> oh. How could they? Because right? he, he's so happy when he's eating takoyaki. Like when he eats the sandwich and stuff, he still looks kind of sullen. He's like, "Ugh, why would you bother with eating food? This sucks." But the takoyaki, he's just like smiling while he eats it. It's so. It's cute. just what I look like when I'm eating takoyaki. I'm just like so happy that's what everyone should look like i was heartbroken because i went to the mall in japantown in san francisco twice and both times i was too late and the takoyaki stand was closed it was like no um but i was so mad that was the maddest i was in this episode because he's eating takoyaki and being super smiley and canon is there and grandma fumi and then fucking javert shows up ruins the moment Can't read the air. Yeah, spoils it. <laughs> I wanted some. Can't read the air. Yeah. Are you are you directly transliterating the term "kooky"? Yeah. <laughs> I thought so. The way that translators do. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, "kooky" yeah. is a term that means air, but it also means like the the sort of mood. The, Mood, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know it the from... atmosphere, uh, if you will. From Nichijo in Helvetica Standard, the Grim Reaper is described as kooky, and it's just episodes and episodes of examples of exactly how he can't read the air. I know it from uh, Gotcha Man Crowds, from the, the oh. second season, because they're talking about kooky, like, all the time. Oh, I should finish that. Yeah, it's good. Uh, but I'm watching X-Aid. Well, I mean, you could watch more than one thing. You're watching O's, too. And Build. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's a lot of Kamen yeah. Rider. Not at the same time. I, I only have one set of eyes. You can just have three monitors. <laughs> I do. That would be really complicated. Yeah. You'd have trouble following the plots. Quite a bit. There are a lot of characters in X-Aid. Yeah, there really are. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting, like, maybe maybe there would just be five characters. There's quite a lot of characters in Build eventually, too. Yeah, they build up to it. Oh, man. Oh. Whereas O's has a humane number of characters. <laughs> yeah, really. It is, it is, like, perfect at just reserving those characters for plot business and then throwing away all of the useless crap that they acquire in an episode. Mm-hmm. The chaff. Those is great. Oh. Are you referring to people as chaff? <laughs> yes. Alright. Just checking. Just characters you don't need. You yeah. use them once, throw them away. Yeah, that's 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 how common writer's supposed to work. Right. You know, you have a character for a couple episodes and they're gone. Bam. Don't need you. The thing with X8 is that every character has to have a unique style. Yeah. So you have to you have to have like eight people standing in an area all with different hair and different clothes. <laughs> yep. It's a little overwhelming. Whereas like in O's, you might just get one guy in his shorts and a dead guy. And it's fine. <laughs> yeah. There is let me see. 
Uh, there was a, another, it was, there were two different touching moments. It's funny because you guys in Ghost of 2016 mentioned uh, the fanfic scene for Makoto and Elaine. And it's mm. funny because I was like, yeah, totally. And then you guys were talking about a different one because there are two distinct scenes in this that I consider to be fanfic scenes. One being the sandwich and milk thing. And then the other being that when Makoto, like, freaks out and kind of takes a bullet for Elaine and then they both lie on the ground and kind of like touch each other and, and have a, a heart to heart of like, I said, I'd protect you. Why would you go to such lengths to protect me? And there's crying. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's nothing to read in there. It's like, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean, subtext. The that's sandwich, the sandwich is ambiguous, right? Yeah. It's like, there's room for some head cannon there. There's no room for a head cannon in the other scene. No, that's just like they love each other. They love that's each other happening. so much. That's just what happened. Yeah, they would literally die for each other. Oh. but they don't want the other one to die. Oh, that's always emotional. That's like I was, as I was saying before we started recording. Uh, this has been a weird week with Pacific Room coming out, but also Charlie Day making the shipping of of his character Newt with the other scientist dude Herman, uh, canon just. <laughs> He just did that. He's like, you know what, Legendary? I'm just going to make this gay now. Deal with it. Because it always has been. Joke's on you. Uh, so in light of that, I, I definitely had that in mind. And I think was also like, and look at this. There's nice shipping in Common Rider, too. Isn't it wonderful? I feel like it would have been more worth it if it had happened before Independence Day, too, with Brent Spiner's gay scientist character. Just going to throw that out there. Does Brent Spiner play a watched, gay scientist in Independence Day 2? You watched Day Independence two? Day 2? I did watch Independence Day 2, and Brent Spiner's a gay scientist. Well, I thought he was I dead. I didn't anyone tell me just before. <laughs> it's not worth watching. I think the problem is nobody actually saw Independence Day 2 except for Corey. Uh, I thought Brent Spiner's character died in Independence Day. He was like an alien he meat puppet. He comes back. Ugh. He does, I think, die again, but in joining with an alien intelligence again. Ugh. I have never seen the first Independence Day, so maybe if what? I just watch the second one, then you're I'll... Not, you're not missing out on much. What? <laughs> I hate Independence Day so much. Pacific but... Rim is a much better film. It's like ah, Pacific Rim, but if they combine Pacific Rim, maybe with uh, the Transformers movies. Yes. Like they went all Michael Bay a little bit too hard with the piss jokes, that kind of thing, because oh, no. it's, it's Will Smith. But there's also Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, that's the thing. I end up offset each other a bit. I do feel like I should get around to watching Independence Day just for Jeff Goldblum. And for the president's speech, because, I mean, for reals. I hate that movie so much. <laughs> Isn't there also some computer business? In the yeah, there is some computer business with, like, people hacking the planet. Yeah, so I yep. bet that would make me really angry. They download a virus to the mothership. It's very good. Oh, man, speaking of Jeff Goldblum, I found out that uh, I will actually be giving a talk on chaos theory. At the Calgary Comic Expo, which I managed to sneak in there by being like, I will reference Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park in the process of talking about this. And apparently Briefly. that's enough. That's enough. They're like, all right, we'll give you a slide. You can talk about chaos theory. 
So I need to find a leather jacket. <laughs> but I digress. Speaking of jackets, there's a lot of Oh, them. yeah. Oh, oh yeah, they have good a segue. Yeah, yeah. And Houdini is back twice, and it's amazing. There was a Houdini rescue that was just... Wah. You see, the, the quadcopter just becomes normal after a period of time. <laughs> it's funny because I remember hating it viciously when yep. it first started. Right? And now it's just like, like, yeah! yeah. <laughs> Houdini did it! Yeah! Yay! <laughs> but uh, no, all of the jackets happen together in a big old jacket herd and yeah there you go yeah (laughs) back to jurassic park musashi picks up the big icon with his swords his sword hands (laughs) yes all right (laughs) i forgot how big that thing is Uh. (sighs) oh Yeah, they're they're like they're little meeting in the lab. Jesus, everything with this new grand transformation, grateful belt is just swack. It's a lot, isn't it? It's a lot to take. I don't understand why grateful is the name of it. Grateful dead, because he's dead. All right, it's, it's a it's a joke. I think we we directly sure. made that joke in the recording. Uh, it's a band. Yes, that is a band. Okay. Oh God, you're so young. It hurts. <laughs> it, don't use that. It might just be that I'm a woods child. But no, no. no. Okay. Grateful Dead is definitely a woods people style yeah. band. Yep. Oh, okay. They're they're hippie to the, they're hippie as fuck. All right. The, that was all weird. I mean, the the I guess I can't call it a jacket because it's not really a jacket, but the physical appearance of this big transformation Grateful Dead business is like it's fine. It does look it looks like a super version of things. Like it reads as, oh, this is the special super duper suit. So it gets that across. But other than that, I mean, like, all the other aspects of the different jackets are only there as faces. So, I don't know. It, it, it does the job. What doesn't do the job, and that I don't understand it at all, is that, like, purple door creature takes over a Javert thing. That was just a mess. Oh, don't worry. There'll be more of that. Wait, purple door creature is are the gun misers already here? Yeah, no, it's like a gun miser like sort of like glommed on to Javert and gave him like chimera powers. Is it pimple butt? No. Okay. <laughs> Trying to remember, but I don't remember. So we'll see in the future. I think it happened like maybe one or two times and then they dropped it, so Yeah. Yeah. Like so many All things. Right. Oh. Uh, Butts come up often. There's a yep. mostly with um, Urasen, because Urasen at one point, uh, well near the end of the episode, Graham like punts Urasen with a hammer, and Urasen just shouts, "Not my butt!" as <laughs> he flies off. <laughs> and uh, there's also a bit where Takeru is sitting by some rocks, and Urasen offers the sage advice of, "You're gonna get your butt wet," and then just like 
buggers off. It's good advice, though. It is good advice. It's true. I'm sure his butt was getting wet. I'm sure it got mm-hmm. wetter when Makoto friendship uh, <laughs> punches him fucking to the water. Yeah. Like sometimes you have to punch your friend in the face to get them to like smarten up. It was funny. I mean, it was such a like I expected a slap maybe when he was kind of like going back like he was gonna hit him. Um, but then it was like a full punch that knocked him back in the water, and I was like, "Wait, is this not a like snap out of it thing? Are they actually gonna fight?" But then, right after when Kanan shows up, I think or whatever, and is like, "Oh, there's trouble." Makoto does say like, "All right, come along, let's go fight together, Takeru." So it was, I was like, "Okay, I guess that punching your friend." Into the yeah. water is, is your version. We're not of manly enough to understand that kind of language. In, in some shows, physical... they would have like a whole full blown fight where they're both punching like sense into each other, and whoever Ooh, yeah. whoever punches last like wins, and then they're still friends. Then they get very tired afterwards. Yes, is that like I always found it kind of strange, you know, in uh, boxing. It seems like sometimes, and I, I'm thinking of something specific, but I don't know what it is. They like punch each other. They punch each other. It's, it's a boxing. clutch. Yeah. They live. They kind of yeah. They get tired, and then they're basically like hugging each other with oh, the, yeah. every now and then. They kind of bonk the other person a bit. That's, but kind that's of just, to give people less range to like get a good punch in. But also, they like hug times. Yeah, they like hugs. That's yeah. Yeah, well, I always just find it weird because it's like they're hugging each other and kind of like looking each other right in the eyes. And I'm like, this seems like a tender moment, except that every now and then they do still hit each other. Everything about boxing confuses me, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Like, like the the very fact that it happens is confusing to me. The most I understand is punch out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I watched um, Creed and I felt that was a very good movie. And I felt like I understood a lot more about boxing, even though I've watched the majority of Hajime no Ippo. <laughs> <laughs> Hajime no Ippo, you might not get everything out of boxing, but you do get some some terms, some terminology. I think you learn a bunch about poop, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you do. Uh, and then watching Creed, just the... Because they they go to a first person kind of perspective that just remains locked on, and so you can feel more of like the actual speed from the perspective of the boxers, hmm. and kind of like what stuff actually looks like, which is very cool. Cool. It's a good sequel. Noted. I find most of the sports that involve like people hitting other people, even if they agreed to it beforehand, to be kind of hard to watch. <laughs> yeah. That's like uh, the guy in Godzilla Final Wars who's super cool uh, is actually a wrestler. The the captain guy. Yeah. The big the big guy with the beard. Mustache. Uh-huh, the beard and the katana and a mustache. He's got a He's lot of the facial best. hair. He, he is so awesome. Best character in Final Wars. One of the best characters in Godzilla films, I feel like. Because Agreed. that is like not a high bar. <laughs> no, but he, he, he surmounts it easily. Yes, but I watched Godzilla Final Wars once with a bunch of people in the office, which is to say I strong-armed a bunch of people in the office to sit down and watch Godzilla with me. Did they Uh, think they were watching a different film? No, they just, I used emotional manipulation because I had just released (laughs) the new Beamdog client and they were like, we can't throw you a party or anything. And I was like, but can you watch Godzilla with me? And they're like, well, okay, fine, if that'll make you happy. Nice. But 
um dan was there who actually watches wrestling and he when the character showed up was like hey it's so and so a wrestler and sent me a link later to the guy doing wrestling and it was fascinating but also i didn't like it because he was getting punched and punching people so the thing about wrestling is that they're not actually punching each other mostly mostly mostly, mostly. Uh, unlike boxing and or like mixed martial arts where they're definitely punching each other right i'd I'd rank boxing just you know that bit more palatable than mma because mma is just like palatable yeah palatable yep all right in mma they're like (laughs) trying to do internal damage it feels like (laughs) constantly and some external damage Uh, but boxing that's just like you don't really want necessarily to see a lot of blood i don't know i watched this documentary once about um boxers who fought muhammad ali and they were all like fucked up after a career in boxing like real fucked up yeah and i actually just checked because i was like i think they were hitting each other pretty hard and and that guy uh don fry is actually he was mma and wrestling aha so he did also do the one with the more real punch-ins. And it turned out, which again, like it, it was it's very fun to watch a movie like that with people who wouldn't normally watch it because it turned out that there's a scene uh where there are some guys listening to the Mecha Godzilla theme in G Base, which is like in the Arctic. And those random security guard type dudes are actually also wrestlers or mm-hmm. MMA people. Hmm. So back to Ghost. (sighs) Is there anything left in the episode? Well, we had the shipping moments. We had... Friendship punches. All the jackets. The Grateful Jacket. Yeah, butts. Houdini. I think that's it. All right. Adam? Oh, I'm good. All right. Thank you, anyone, for listening. (laughs) Uh, You can find me at Epsilar on Twitter. You can find me at Gold Sarcasmium on Twitter. And you can find me at AM Peppers. Good night and good luck. Good luck. Godspeed.